You're listening to The Dollop on the All Things Comedy Network. Uh, My name is Dave Anthony. And each week, I read a story from American history to my bro. Gareth Reynolds, who has no idea what the topic is going to be about or what the endowment will be. Because recently, you have accused me of being your nemesis for most of the episodes. You are. Then how am I a bro right now? Well... I mean, not that I don't want that because that to me is better to talk to me like that is way better. Yeah, yeah. But the nemesis is a complicated relationship, isn't it? Especially when it all just lives in one man's head. Well, I don't know if it lives just in... swims in a pond of delusion. We texted today, right? Yeah. What was the last thing you texted to me? <laughs> I think I said literally fuck off. Okay. <laughs> so now people understand. What what's what I'm going through? No, what's because our text end? relationship is purely one person acting insane, what did I say and the you? other one insisting to be left alone. What did I say? Or to it's you? or it's we're on the road and we want to get lunch. Those what? are the only times we we that's only frame frames for how we text. What did I say to you right before you said literally fuck off, <laughs> dude? What did I say to you? You said I love you. Okay, <laughs> it's pretty damning. <laughs> And called it, quote, his jam pad. Jam pad? I'm the fucking hippo guy! Dave, okay. My name's Gary. <laughs> My name's Gary. Wait, is it for fun? And this is not going to become the Tiggly Podcast. Okay. This is like anarchy! And a five-part coefficient. <laughs> My room's playing! Now hit him with the puppy. You both present sick arguments. <laughs> no sleep tell hippo! No sleep tell hippo! Uh, action part. Hi, Gary. No. Nicely done, my friend. No. No. Rhoda. Rhoda in the court. At some point, I'll put the our latest uh, our latest theme song into the into my phone. Right. So this is this is not a creative decision you've made. No, it's just a lazy this is just man. A uh, sloth predicament. <laughs> it's a sloth predicament. Uh, a show I, that I, by the way, yeah. would I watch the hell out of a show called sloth predicament? predicament, where oh. you just set up something very simple for yep. the sloth to do, yep. but it's just probably not going to like Kennedy to cracker in an hour. Wait, to, what? Say that again? Huh? Kennedy to. Cracker in oh, an Kennedy hour. Oh, Kennedy to Cracker. Yeah. I thought you said Kennedy to Cracker. I thought you were talking about JFK. Kennedy a cracker? cracker? It's a Kennedy a Cracker. Uh, uh, it's what you do is each Cracker comes with part of the head bitten off. Uh-huh. And that's all it is. Uh-huh. And there's gooey filling that'll get all over your driveway. What? It's not a Cracker. <laughs> <laughs> it makes sense what you just said. Whew, because when I was coming out, it did not feel right. <laughs> No, it didn't feel right for anybody, I gotta be honest. All right. January 24th, 1848, year of our Lord, Jesus Christ. It's nice to be back into American history. And the last time we did a dollop, we were in Europe. Well, that's our last dollop was in uh, Denmark. Where we're the number one podcast. We're the number one anyway, podcast. <laughs> let's not, let's not self-filate. Let's get into the story. <laughs> James Wilson Marshall uh, found gold flakes at Sutter's Mill uh, on the American River in Coloma, California. Okay. My first reaction was, these are religious flakes? <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> you know, wouldn't, that would, the Lord's uh, dandruff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this quickly led to one of the largest mass migrations in American history. In 1947, San Francisco had 1,000... 1847. Sorry. Right. Oh, this is 19. Yeah, you're right. 
1847, San Francisco had 1,000 people living there. Okay. Two years later, there were 100,000. Okay. So that's fucking bananas. It's a big pickup, sure. Uh, it's probably because the 49ers were so good that year. That's right. Because people love to come and hang out with the team and watch the team. Mm-hmm. Um, now, that didn't even include the surrounding areas. So there are probably, you know, 300,000 people came west between 1848 and 1855, hoping to, you know. Find some gold flakes. Find some gold. Yeah. Uh, ships from all over the world headed for San Francisco Bay. Most of the ships were old and worn down. And when the crew arrived, they all, including the captain, just left it and headed for the gold fields. Okay, so people would just abandon their boat. There's a, it's essentially like you're pulling the move when you pull up to the airport, and you're like, someone's like, sir, you can't park here. And you're like, keep it. <laughs> That's the move, but it's with boats. That's right. That's okay. exactly what's happening. All right. Yeah. Uh, thousands of ships were left to rot and dock. Well, I would imagine that somebody would be like, I'm going to take this at this time and just be like, I'm going to go somewhere and find something. Well... Most of the ships were deliberately sunk in the shallow uh, Yerba Buena Cove or taken apart piece by piece and used for other reasons. Okay. Right? Sure. So strip that shit. Strip yeah, that, I like, I like sh- sinking it in shallow water. Yeah, that's kind of It's kind of fun to sink it. We can it. still see it, Dan. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, I should have sunk it more. You got real lazy, didn't you? I, I just wanted to get off in a shallow part. It makes sense, but again... Total half of it's visible. Anyway, it's down. Kind of, it's, but no, it's it's sunk. It's officially sunk. It looks like it's just on its side. That's a sunk boat. No, no, it's supposed to be completely submerged. I have to go. But I just feel. I mean, okay, it's fine. I mean, you're Wh- still standing on it. Yeah, but looks have- movable. Okay, I'm floating away on my suitcase now. That's a really weird decision. Bye. Bye, you're going the wrong way. Fuck. Oh, my God. Uh, so some were stripped of their brass, then burned to make way for new arriving ships. <laughs> We've always been great. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Uh, other ships were put to use, like the Niantic, which was run aground in what is now the financial district. Okay. Uh, and was used as a hotel and a warehouse. The boat was? Yeah, so they just ran it aground, and then on the shore. Sh- They're right like, here the we shore, go. They it. We sell suits. <laughs> you know, there's a suit. My dad came to town once, and he wanted me and my brother, to, my brother and I to go meet with him at a sushi restaurant that he'd found, and it was a ship on land, yeah, and we were like, "Oh, this is where you go to get food poisoning." That's exactly. My father was like, "I've been coming here all week." We're like, oh, just "Not be coming here." <laughs> That's exactly what this is. Okay, <laughs> and they sell suits. <laughs> yeah, suit cheap. Uh, the Arkansas was turned into a bar. Okay, so this interesting. Customers would walk up the gangplank from the shore to get a drink. Wow! So you get the whole experience. Yeah. Right. All right. Uh, the Euphemia was turned into a prison. So they're now, and they are just putting these ships on land and then opening them up as businesses. Yeah. yeah. So this is sort of like because remember, there's a thousand. There were a thousand people. Now there's a hundred thousand. So right. you got to use everything Services. you can. Right. Okay. Uh, another ship was turned into an asylum. And now this is again a jail <laughs> and an asylum. I feel like how big are these ships? I mean, they're yeah, some of them are decent sized. Asylum size. Well, no. I mean, right. that's that's different. Right. But, you know, you can have a mini asylum situation, right? Sure, sure. 
And that's what they did. So you, so you have uh, some sort of mental issue. Uh, I think the official term back then was you go bananas, mm-hmm. and then then you're in a ship. Yeah, and then you're uh, like, oh, n- now I'm getting the and, comfort I need. And then you're like, oh, it's it's on land and everything. Yeah, that's yeah. not good. Right. Perfect. That, that doesn't help the mental uh, situation. I don't think any of it is about. It certainly that. does not help depression. No. <laughs> yeah. Uh, everything needed uh, to be used to keep up with the exploding population was used. Besides uh, the gold miners, there were also uh, entrepreneurs and criminals. All of these people needed to be fed. Okay. Well, it's time to get a ship on there. Farmers couldn't keep up and food prices exploded. Okay. Author, uh, author uh, Eva Chrysanth, quote, It was a protein-hungry town, but there was nothing to eat. They didn't have the infrastructure to feed all the hungry male workers. Okay. And right. And what about the females who also were around? I guess they don't matter. Okay. So just <laughs> And there's barely enough food for all the men. What about us? Uh, we're sorry. <laughs> Obviously you are in a terrible spot. Oh. We're but... trying to figure out a way to feed your husbands. You know? Get they, them nice and they vomit into your mouth. Yes, if they're if you're lucky. Yes. All right. So that's a good plan. Anywho. All right. Well, this place has sushi. <laughs> going here. That's just a fella eating a raw fish. Oh, my gosh. That's the asylum. This feels sexual. Oh, my God. Hey. It is sexual. I'm locked in here. Stop. Leave that halibut alone. <laughs> oh, my God. I made it come. <laughs> Sir. <laughs> You're on the wrong ship. <laughs> Uh, so it would be, uh, they needed a lot of, not just vegetables, but animals and they needed chickens really. Sure. Uh, eggs were imported to California from all over the world, including China, Chile, Hawaii. Local farmers grew vegetables. They could, they, they could not make chicken farming work. Wow. California's tried to set up chicken farms, but they failed time and time again. Chickens would die from California bird diseases. That was one reason they they didn't make it. Okay. So just like a there was just an epidemic at the time. Well, there you know, there's just natural bird diseases obviously right. out there that you know, the bird flu and whatnot that we right. all know about. Um and so they would just infect the birds and then Okay. But then there were so other a, there were other reasons that, okay. the, that the chickens didn't catch on. Okay, uh, they all tried, like immigrant uh, Italian immigrant Pierre Giuseppe Baratelli. Pierre, yeah, I don't know. And my parents, they're crazy. <laughs> uh, I like a spicy meatball. Hey, bring a Pierre some spicy meatball, huh? Uh, hey, I'm a French Italian. Uh, people thought our other accents were bad. Nothing beats our Italian. Well, listen. I, again, I don't know. We don't. We. Yeah, it's the we that I'm just yeah, like. Yeah, there's we. a there's a chasm you between what we're doing. So, uh, so uh, Pierre tried to become a chicken farmer. Quote. Uh, this is again uh, Chrysanth. Quote. Uh, in April 1852, after escaping yet another fire, he made an auspicious. It's quite I guess a there start. were a lot of fires. Woo. <laughs> another shit, one, Pierre. Man. God damn, they just keep coming at we're me. We're starting to think you're lighting them. No, 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 no. Okay. No. I just, it's just always fires around me. You're laughing real hard. <laughs> yeah. Uh, whew. Uh, fire. Well, Jesus. Uh, 
After escaping into their fire, he made an auspicious start on a new scheme, raising and selling chickens at $3 a piece. Okay. It's a lot of money. The value, the value of life is astonishing. Uh, I think $3, if I, yeah, it's around, uh, that would be around 60 bucks. Okay. Uh, though, uh, though admitting in his correspondence that he was now spending most of his time looking through garbage dumps in search of feed for his chickens. So the... The chicken man, as I'll call him, yes. is spending most of his time in dumpsters? Uh, garbage dumps looking for S- things to feed his chicken. Right, okay. Like a, ch- uh, like a chicken, they like batteries, they like uh, pipes. Sure, um, all the stuff you'll old, find. Old scraps, like a, the side of an RV. They, right. That's what a chicken will eat. Right, that's good. Yeah. I like to picture him going around the dump looking for it, much like a chicken pecks food. <laughs> that's right. Pierre, you know, there's some good stuff here. Now you're getting Pierre. Yeah, I'm, I'm finding some good things. <laughs> That's mostly a visual. Yes. <laughs> but not a translate. Uh, so uh, the chickens... Uh, so basically, his chickens were hit by a disease and then wiped out okay. after he was looking. But there were two reasons the chickens weren't catching on. One, it was too expensive to feed the chickens because vegetables are being grown, but those are all being eaten. Vegetables, by corn, people, grain, people were eating all right. that, so they were in competition. So that's what all the miners are eating. So you have to go to a garbage dump to try to find some food. And then the chickens are weak. And then. Yeah, and I'm sure you're not finding great stuff if there's like basic starvation going on. Yeah, it's not great. It's not great. You don't usually see farmers. Meanwhile, the women are just like, sorry, can we get. It seems like it's either between the men or the chickens. Honey, come on. What do we tell you? You're a woman. Am I wrong? Settle down. Come on, lady. uh, You can eat uh, your fingernails or something like that. Yeah, I see you guys doing that. You guys do that. A bunch of crude tents popped up as restaurants. Okay. Hundreds of hungry men would eat in shifts in the tents. Chicken eggs were chicken eggs were going for as much as a dollar a dozen, which would be thirty three dollars today. Okay, <laughs> wow. Uh, the few chickens that had been in SF had been eaten by uh, the newly arriving miners. So when they first got there, they just ate all the chickens instead even, of whatever like, few chickens were there. Right. But for the most part, it was you know they couldn't they just couldn't raise them. Everyone wanted eggs. Grocery stores put up egg wanted advertisements in newspapers. Eggs wanted. <laughs> How is like the layman going to be like, I've solved it. What are they even? They're just complaining. That's not an actual want. Hello, I saw your sign. I'm the egg man. I've got all the eggs you need. No, that's not. That's not. I didn't do it. Sorry, I'm so used to doing turkeys. Dave, you just had a foul meltdown. Do you know how rare that is? Uh, Sorry, I'm still in the head of the turkey. Thanksgiving was so recently. Yeah, I haven't transitioned to chicken yet. I have yet. not at all. I'm planning on doing quail around the holidays, <laughs> just quail themed. Uh, so, uh, an ad in the Sonoma County Journal in 1857 read, "Quote: Wanted butter and eggs, for which the highest price will be paid at the store. Next door is Reed and Frittach's blacksmith shop. In case you can't find it." 
<laughs> I mean, what an era. Uh, we're right next door to the blacksmith. Uh, yeah, they probably just opened up. Or... And they're just expecting some It's not a great person to just st- show up. Like a store. That's well, what, a store shouldn't have a sign that's out what, front being like, well, buy your that's stuff. That's the sign the people who want the store should be wearing. That's right. Not the store. I came in here for eggs. Do you have eggs? No, we came here for eggs. We work here. We're the store. Do you have any to sell us? No, I'm here. I'm, I'm here in the store to get eggs. I'm in the store, too. You must have something to sell. No, it's your store, right? Oh, we're an upside-down store, mister. I would like to... I would. I just need eggs and butter. Now you work here. Put the apron on. What? Hey, no. can I get some eggs and butter? That's an impression no, of you. You sound wackadoodle. Uh, that's why I'm in here, to buy eggs and butter and bread from you. All right. Well, since you work at the store... Yeah. What I'll tell you is... I don't work at the store. What? I'm here you, in the store. There was a long pause where you didn't say anything, which makes me think well, you I'm, do work I'm at the store. I'm confused because it's your store, right? Look, sir, all I'm looking for is some eggs and butter. If you don't have any, please leave. I'm going to leave. No, you can't. Your shift started. <laughs> no, I You're don't assistant work Assistant manager. <laughs> what? You got promoted. Look. You're in charge of the egg search, and it's a lofty position. It doesn't pay a lot, but if you can find eggs and butter, well, guess what? You work at the store. Hey, boys, I'm here for some eggs and butter. You should run. You should get the hell out of here. Put this guy in back. What? Put him in back. I'll show you. What? We're going to kill him. What are you talking about? Shut up. We're going to sell him his chicken. What? This man's got eggs in him. I can sniff him. Okay, fellas, I'm going to take off. No, got him. Got him like a piggy. That one ended weird. Eggs being uh, big money, people began foraging for them. I thought you were saying forging. For for and these are eggs. <laughs> forging eggs. This is just the a piece black, of paper. The blacksmith. This is a piece of paper oh, with urine that, in that it. That kind of forging. Yeah. I thought I, I was going with like forging steel. Sure. Uh, after all the bird nests on shore had been plundered, they started to look oh, elsewhere. Oh man, when someone found a bird, they're like. <laughs> Uh, 28 miles west of San Francisco in the Pacific Ocean are the Farallon Islands. Sure. The islands have been called the Devil's Teeth Islands by mariners because of the submerged ridges around them. Okay. They have been described as looking like a piece of the moon fell into the sea. Okay. Are you down with that? Sure. I mean, I don't hope for it, but... Oh, you do hope for it. Where's a picture? Oh, here we go. Um... Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. The uh, Coast Miwa tribe uh, called them, quote, the islands of the dead. Author Susan Casey, quote, I can't overstate the dangers of that place and how hostile it is to human life. It's a place where every animal thrives because it's the wildest of the wild, but it's a tough place for humans. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Dramatic music swell. In 1850... There were a ton of birds and therefore a ton of eggs on the 211 acres of the Farallon Islands. Oh, gosh. Each spring, hundreds of thousands of birds landed on the jagged cliffs and cranked out eggs of all colors and sizes. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, my God. Casey, quote, it is really a different place during the egg season. There is just The egg season. So we have the egg season and then we have town ravenous for eggs. That's right. Do you Uh, see... I see the math equation. (laughs) It's a beautiful minding. (laughs) There's just this din of birds that goes on 24 hours a day. The whole island is filled with birds. It looks like it has been frosted with white. Oh, boy. 
Aaron is now in the Breaking. video. Aaron's in the yeah, video. You totally, yeah, you, everyone's like, what is... Now we can finally tell what Aaron is. Yeah, there's our boy. A human man. Human man. Uh, so in 1849, city councilman and actor David Robinson decided to make some money with his brother-in-law. Okay. They sailed to the Fairlawns and grabbed as many eggs as possible from the nests. Okay. The seas were so rough heading back, they lost half of the eggs. Oh, what? So nobody wins. Yeah. I mean, you can't. How do you package them back then? I mean, you know what I mean? a lot of eggs. You can't hold them in your hands. They're you got a bunch of- spilling eggs into the ocean. Just crack, crack, okay. crack, crack. Uh, but they still managed to uh, save enough to make $3,000 by taking and selling something they had no right to take and sell. Yeah, right. <laughs> so they made – and that's, that's a killing back then. $3,000 yeah. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. Um, uh, but the entire trip was such a nightmare, Robinson and his brother-in-law said they would never do it again. Okay. Uh, Robinson made enough money to open a pharmacy and from then on was nicknamed Doc Robinson. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so right. he he made yeah he made off like a bandit right and I'm sure it was a really great doctor for the era. <laughs> well, if you open a store and you have medicine and people just start calling you doctor, if you have a boat and like medicine, that's right. And I'm air quoting. You're air quoting. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, okay. It was scary. it's just scary looking at. Yeah, you can only see it. Uh, that was when you. That's that was like the the way to in San Francisco to know that it was a super clear day is if you could see the Farallones from the Golden Gate okay, Bridge. Okay, right. Yeah, it looks very difficult to get on land and get off land. Yeah, it's it's like everything is jagged. And, right. Yeah. Uh, word was now out, however, about the eggs. Well, let the idiot boat parade start, and people immediately flocked to the Farallones. Uh huh. The egg rush had begun. Oh, good. And these birds, yeah, these birds who just hanging just for, out for from um, decades, de- hundreds, of hundreds years. of years have been like just dropping their it. eggs. Yeah, it's simple place to like have have a baby, chicks, and yeah. And instead, now humans are like, we made something called the egg McMuffin, stupid <laughs> bird. Yeah, pretty. Give much. Give me your baby. I'm gonna eat it. It's good. Yeah. Sometimes I put you with it in an omelet. What? Yeah, your flesh and then your baby mixed together. Mama, baby. Nom, 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 nom. I'm just here uh, trying to have a baby with my... I can't believe I'm talking to a fucking bird. Okay. Uh, So I'm going to fly away. Wait, wait. This is such a rare opportunity. I don't feel like it is. What's the meaning of life, bird? Uh, Don't eat eggs. I'm going to eat all your eggs. No, that's the... You're a false messenger. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm Yes, gonna, you are. I tell the truth. I'm, I'm going to hard boil some. What? Others I'm going to poach. Those are my babies. Over medium. My babies. Omelet. My babies. Yum. The fuck's the matter I'm going to eat them raw right now like Rocky Balboa. I'm going to shit on your head. Good <laughs> payback. Uh, the men became known as Eggers. Cool. So it was a nightwear made, way to make money. Uh Two kinds of birds, mirrors and gulls. The mirror nests were high up on the side of the ragged cliffs. So. And the Eggers had to climb over bird shit covered rocks, go up the steep cliffs while the, so the, it, the mir- mirrors would fly off, but then the seagulls would attack. Would so attack they, the people. <laughs> so they'd be fighting off the seagulls while 
getting yeah. the eggs. Of there's the only years. so much seagulls can do to attack humans. I mean, have you ever seen uh, the movie The Birds? Yeah, but that seems like well, a how about heightened... an explosion? Sure, okay, yeah, car explosion. Fair, fair, okay. fair. The mirror are uh, a black and white seabird. They kind of look like a, a little bit like a penguin. They got a little penguin. Oh well, the last time we talked about that uh, species, things ended well. Uh, the penguins? Yeah. Uh, no, they were they were fine. Yeah. Okay, I don't know how to do this. Yeah, do that, but do that arrow. Do the arrow. Uh, there they are. There's the guy. He's cute. Okay, yeah. They look a little magpie-ish. Yeah. Uh, look at the cute little egg. <clears throat> so they had the eggs that were the most wanted. Sure. The eggs had a thick and pear-shaped shell and were gray or turquoise and speckled. And they were as edible as chicken eggs, but twice the size. Right. Okay. Boom. So win-win. Went fucking yeah. huge win, right? Yeah. I mean, as long as you only value the life of your people. Huge win. Huge win. Uh, the biggest drawback was how the eggs looked. Well, the vanity of these starving <laughs> assholes. I mean, it's just a little spotty, isn't it? Isn't it a little just spotty? Oh, no, when they cracked it open. Oh. The white part is clear and gelatinous. That sounds like eggs. No, you, the one visitor to SF wrote, quote, I must confess the sight. Oh, it's white the second you crack it. It's okay. It's, it's clear. There's oh, it's no, clear. But it's that's clear. what that feels like. Eggs no, eggs are, are white. white. These Once are you cook them. Clear. Yeah, okay. But these stayed clear, I guess. Oh, oh okay. Weird. Weird. Uh, it can sp- scarcely be called appetizing. The whites, though thoroughly fried, still transparent, and the yolks... <gasps> ghost eggs. ...of a fiery orange color, almost red. Whoa. That sounds kind of cool, Red right? ghost eggs? Yeah, ghost eggs. Yeah. We call them Satan's eyes. <laughs> but no. Yeah. I don't want those. Mm-hmm. Also, a stale mere egg... Had a heavy, fishy aftertaste. This is starting to become less and less so, worth uh, the trip. Uh, <laughs> well, okay, so a stale egg, meaning an egg from the previous season, right? Okay. Um, was stale. So another eater, quote, an overripe mere egg is something never to be forgotten. It requires about three months to get the taste out of the mouth. Wow. So when you eat one that has been around for a while, yeah. it's oddly really... It's very fishy. Yeah. It's weird that it's fishy. Uh, still met the eggs hadn't hatched when they should have. So the eggers now want to avoid collecting stale eggs. Yeah, of course. <laughs> so when they first arrived in May, they would go up the cliff and smash all the eggs that were there. A brave technique. That was an amazing face. <laughs> That's just amazing. Oh, God. Okay. So they would just go up there, <laughs> commit an egg aside. Uh, yeah, they would commit. So they would smash all the eggs so they wouldn't get any stale ones. But by the way, that's just good relations with the birds if they're around for them that's to right. be like, we can trust these things, yeah. whatever they are. They, they're our friends. This way, the next day, when they climbed up, they there would only be freshly laid eggs. Oh, wow. Wow. Pretty cool, right? Really, really cool. Yeah. Go, man. Uh, the eggs became an important source of protein for the gold miners and therefore had a high price. About okay. a, a, a buck a dozen. Okay. So that's pretty good. Sometimes all the way up to a dollar for an egg. Wow. The higher the price, the more people wanted to come to the fair lines and the more Do it themselves. eggs were removed. Right, of yeah. course. Quote, they were sort of the other gold in the gold rush. 
Lucky fucking birds. <sighs> right? Yeah. Because there was so much money to be made in the egg game, people began fighting over the eggs. Sure. In 1851. So really, we've never, while we're not sperm any longer, we're pretty much the same. Yeah, nothing. Just really a bunch changed. of dumb dudes like, give me that egg. Give me the egg. Yeah, pretty the much. egg's mine. In 1851, six men sailed to the Fairlawns and declared themselves owners by right of possession. Hey, it's ours because we're here. <laughs> next. Who's got a question next? We're in charge. <laughs> Just people are the worst. It's the power of now. Well, I'm here. All right, here's the deal. We're a monarchy. I'm the king. Okay? I mean, it's just literally like how kids pretend now. It's fucking Like, you seriously. just go there and be like, I, I'm in charge of everything, and you're my number two. Uh, yeah, so they now claim exclusive rights to the nesting grounds. And they had created a company called the Pacific Egg Company. Perfect. Perfect. Now, there were usually around 15 or 30 men that arrived when the birds started laying the eggs from the Pacific Egg Company. Mm-hmm. And they came in little rowboats, which is borderline insane, if you understand Cute, the San Francisco Cute. Bay Area. Cute. They took, shipped, and sold the eggs. 600,000 eggs were now being taken a year. Wow. Good Lord. Quite a turnaround. Well, for the birds, they're for like, the birds. oh, it's an apocalypse. Oh, for the birds, they're like, oh. We used to have babies, right? Yeah. Now they just keep eating them. Journalist uh, Gary uh, Kamaye, uh, quote, these were rough-necked guys, waterfront types, climbing up and pushing eggs into their special egg pockets in their egg shirts. What's the egg shirts? What? Oh, my God. The man looks like a human potato. So it's like he's got a... It's like he's got a Bjorn of eggs. Yeah, it's like a Bjorn of eggs, but he's also got a basket on his shoulder. But yeah, in his shirt... Shirt. His shirt just looks like he's pretending to be a pregnant lady. (laughs) Yeah. And that's all full of eggs. Wow. Well, he looks happy. Oh, my God. How happy. Looks happy. Uh, At the same time, ships were still crashing on the Farallons. Sorry, you mean restaurants were opening. Restaurants and hospitals were crashing into the... (laughs) Yes, thank you. It's much better. (laughs) The U.S. government appropriated the islands to build a lighthouse. Okay. Construction supplies could not be landed by boat. Oh, my God. So the stones for the lighthouse were taken from the island itself. Perfect. Workmen crawled up the hill with the bricks on their backs. Okay. Uh, this went on for a few days until the workers refused to continue. Okay. And a mule was brought out to the island. Ah, mules can't speak English. <laughs> but they love it. Oh, yeah. Mules love carrying stuff. Yes. Uh, there was immediate tension between the lighthouse construction workers and the egg company men. Okay. Yeah. I mean, probably different goals. The government didn't recognize the egg company's claim, but still let them continue to take the eggs. Okay, so this is where, you, right. This yep. is, they were you, like, you can still pretend and call yourself a company, but we're in charge. Well, that means a lot. Yeah, that's right. Thank you so much. Uh, as long as things didn't get out of control, the government's like, all right, just take the eggs. Right. Plus, it's doing a service, right? Yeah, major service. Yeah, it's cleaning up all those, the birds. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, at the same time, the egg company owners didn't think the government had a claim to the island. As far as they were concerned, it was their island because they were there. Because they said they got they, there, said they said ours. Yeah. They said dibs. Yeah, they said dibs or, yeah. or uh, mine. Mine, right. Mine. Um, uh, when the lighthouse was finished, they put uh, the lens in, which had been made in Spain. Sure. Uh, they, got, like, the, they got like the biggest, brightest light uh, sure. possible, sure. but it didn't fit. 
Perfect. That's well. Th- listen, I mean, that's one of those things that if right now you buy something that doesn't fit, you're like, this is impossible. Well, we did do that with a Hubble telescope. That's true, but <laughs> even then, it wasn't like the level of this level of work. I'm sure was like the deflation you feel when you're like, oh, no, it doesn't. Could you fit. imagine? I mean, it's not, you're not putting together an IKEA dresser. You know how many times they try to put it in? Oh, the amount of times. Jimmy, like, let me have it. Let me have a shot. All at right, it. all right. Here, try. But try. Don't don't flip it too hard. We can't crack it. Damn it. Uh, fuck, it's got to get in I there. I want to try, actually. I'm I have, have a new idea. I have a new idea. What? I'm going to spit in it. <laughs> what? I I just want to try. Okay. I, I just want to spit all over it and then push, try to. This sounds like something else is going on. Okay, stop it. Hey, man. Hey. Guys, help. Jimmy, what are you doing? I think if we spit in there, not, there's no way it doesn't fit. If we the spit in the matter it, with you? I'm out of spit. <laughs> So they had to knock the lighthouse down and rebuild it. Oh my God! Why? <laughs> how? How is that? Because because it, what? It didn't fit. They needed it to fit. But you have to. Every part has to go down if that one component I mean, doesn't. Maybe fit. they just took off the top. It's still when it was done. Four men were stationed uh, on the island as lighthouse keepers. Okay. And they had to deal with aggressive Eggers. Eggers were now supposed to have a license, but none of them did. Sure. Uh, so there's tension between the... The Eggers, Eggers and, and the, the lighters. The, the lightman. Right. Uh, let me see. There's a picture. Lighthouse. Oh, yeah. So, I, you know, the way... To, I, I, assume up, I assume they just had to take off the top. Part. Okay. But, Yeah. Or the, or you know, or the. Well, I think thing. the top would be the only part that you, from my brief expertise. Yeah, and you're an expert. Yeah, of course. Uh, as far as the uh, Pacific Egg Company, uh, were concerned, that, uh, all the other eggers obviously thought it was bullshit that the company had claimed the island as their own. You know, their own. Uh, so the other guys keep going out to get eggs too. Sure, fuck them. Egging season soon became full of violence. <laughs> this is just the way that how we work constantly is we find we find a natural resource, we immediately get greedy as shit. We try to just take all of it. Someone tries to like impose some sort of like legality to it, yeah. and then there's just like generations of us just killing each other over it. Yeah. And then the whole time you're like, this is such a dumb, this is not how nature should work. It's exactly how nature should work. No. Uh, so one local said May to July. What do they got there, gold flakes? Let's all move here and look for gold. What do they got over there, eggs? Let's all go over there and grab eggs. So <laughs> one local said May to July became, quote, an annual naval engagement known as the Egg War. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Rival gangs were constantly getting into fights on the island. Dave. These ran from just threats and throwing of seashells at each other to stabbings and gunfights. I mean, Dave, I can't. I just can't. I can't. I can't. You're done? I think I'm done. I think I'm done. (laughs) Stabbing. It's like. (sighs) And each year we get worse. The. Like it didn't, it didn't just start with guns. Like it started with no, you know, of course. sticks no, and like stabbing. Every, any other it, conflict, it's yeah. like it starts small. And then eventually someone's like, well, you know what? Last year we stabbed them. I'm going to start shooting people at the egg parade. <laughs> Sometimes the gangs would battle for weeks on the island. Well, and Whenever these battles were going on, San Francisco would experience an egg drought. 
<laughs> I mean, really, the best thing for the birds is that all the people are fighting each other. Yes, but still not good for the birds long term. But for the temp for the temporary time, sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, many times, soldiers or police were sent out to calm things down. Hey, hey we're Egg PD. Uh, <laughs> we got a complaint of some stabbings coming on over here. Hey, what's going on? We realize you guys are, uh, obviously, it's the shells versus the yolks again, but we wanted to talk to you guys, make sure there's no real violence going on. A lot of people seem like they're dead up here. Yeah, there's not a lot of violence. I stabbed that guy. But okay, then, for the last time. But that's you, just like, For the you last know, time, you guys cannot be stabbing each other. Okay, so he... We, now listen, so we he, opened a police department here. Right, okay, that's what, so... That's... So that guy took my eggs. Look... I understand. So I put a hole in them. Yeah, I understand. Right? Yeah. It, That's like what you do. Hey, do you know island rules? You guys these are island rules. Look, I'm the detective. I'm the detective. Of what? Did you hear that? Yeah. I'm the detective. Yeah. No, I got it. You got the little- Let me show you on the card. Hey, Look at that. Yep. Do you see that? Yep. I can read. Yeah, that's a- D-E-T-E-G-G- Yeah. No, I see it. Detective. All right. So and that's you, who you and guys. You got the little egg badge. I get that. Get the little whole egg thing. badge. And then on our hats, we got little egg things. Yeah. So Check out this flashlight. When I put that flashlight, what does ah, that look okay. like? Well, that Not just a straight eyes. up circle. Yeah. It should look egg. like an egg. Yeah, it's an egg. So, so listen. Uh, we don't give a shit, right? Like we don't, we don't respect your authority. We don't acknowledge your authority. See the thing about it. The thing about Egg Island is it's. It's egg rules. <laughs> no, it, no, you're drunk. You've stabbed. I am drunk. This is where birds live. All right, and I'm the chief. Okay, now what? I don't know. <laughs> I work with the shells. I gotta tell you, this is the worst cosplay I've ever been involved. It's pretty in. good. <laughs> uh, so. Soldiers or police would go out to calm things down, and when they kicked the eggers off the island, the gangs would often go hide in sea caves instead of going back to the city. They played hide so and seek. In all those jagged cliffs, there's all these caves. Right. And so they get kicked off, and then they just go. So this, this island that once just housed bird families <coughs> is now has cave egg lunatics. Yeah, that's right. Just hiding in it. And then when the cops would leave and they'd like pass by, they would just go back to the island. Sounds like the cops were really good, too. Quote, one tenacious group steered their boat inside Great Muir Cave and remained there for two days, during which they were drizzled nonstop with guano. So they just somehow got their boat in a cave and then yeah. waited two days and just got shit on the shit whole time? Shit on the whole time, yeah. It's worth it. It sounds worth it. And it wasn't just happening on the islands. Boats carrying eggs were now being hijacked. Wow. Essentially, egg pirates were lurking between egg the islands and the sea. What? That's right. I'm Eggbeard. <laughs> and they would wait for the boats to come off the island, and then they—that's the better play. Yeah, that is the better. Do you guys play. have a good haul? Yeah, it was all right. All right, give us everything. What? Kill them? No, they're egg pirates. <laughs> there were, according to the San Francisco Examiner, quote, many a bitter and fatal encounter between large parties of rival claimants in boats mounting small cannons. I just love how throughout our entire history, no matter what is coveted, we will just kill each other over it endlessly. And <laughs> then right. once it's done or normalized, we'll be like, what's the next resource? <laughs> Forever. Forever. 
the rivalries spilled into the San Francisco courts, who now had to deal with a bunch of egg-related cases, which included charges of petty larceny, trespassing, property damage, resisting an officer, and manslaughter. <laughs> I mean... Egg Island is a eggs. crazy place. On top of all this, it was a very dangerous job. The Eggers had homemade crampons on their boots that were made Sorry, of... Sorry, crampons? So, Isn't that what you take when you have menstrual pain? N- no. First of all, you don't take crampons. Oh. You get crampons. Oh. No, but crampons are uh, like you can dig them into the rock. Oh, right, right, right. Sh- right like right. a shoe that has like a you know, Extra, spiky... Extra, a digger. A digger. Uh, a, digger a heel situation. digger. Yeah. But in this case, they were just using uh, uh, nails. Nails, cool. Uh, made out of ropes and rusted nails. Yep. So here's a uh, there's a guy on a cliff. Oh my god. Uh, accidents and injuries were common. I, I mean, this is like like Free Solo won the Oscar last year for basically like like that's essentially they are just free climbing for eggs. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's crazy. Oh yeah, I didn't even think about that. They they could have had ropes like coming. Well, they down. certainly don't. Yeah, they don't at all. No, they're just like all right. Well. Most likely we die for breakfast again. <laughs> so uh, accidents were common. In 1858, the Daily Alta California, quote, an egger missed his hold while robbing a gull's nest over the edge of a precipice and falling was dashed to pieces on the rocks below. Put that in a paper today. <laughs> Please. <laughs> dashed to pieces is a horrible dashed description of his death. Yeah. You hear what happened? What's Jeff that? got dashed to pieces. Holy shit, you gotta be kidding me. Yep. He was the best egg man I knew. He almost got an egg, too. Oh, damn. The lighthouse keepers were also not paid well at all. So Good. at some point, they realized they should be running eggs to San Francisco and making some money. Good. So finally, it's, it's spread That's everywhere. Right. Everybody wants a piece. In 1858, a new head lighthouse keeper arrived. His name was Amos Clift. <laughs> he wasn't like the other keepers. Uh, all he cared about was getting eggs. All right. He wrote letters to his brother in which he said how miserable he was on the Fairlawns and how he wanted total egg domination. Jesus Christ. Quote, before I came here, this egg company used to have things all their own way. But since I have been here, things have taken a turn, and they have ascertained that I am not as easily bluffed. I think it will now be settled and the egg company driven off the island. So he's essentially a poacher. He's a... I mean, I guess he's a poacher. In a way. I mean, as far as how he wants to prepare his eggs. But he's just like a dictator, an egg dictator. Sure. Clift figured, since it was government land and he was a government employee, the eggs were his. Again, I mean, what was Law's deal back then? <laughs> Law was just like, hey, I'm going to take a knee for a little while. You guys, I'm going to take 20 years off from being a thing. Just do whatever. Who, okay, while I'm gone, whoever stabs the other group the most kind of wins. All right, bye. Law's gone for a while. Uh, he said after he'd made all his money, quote, the government might kiss my foot and sew up a lawn. Yeah, kiss his foot and sew up a lawn. Up a lawn. Up a lawn. Up a lawn the leg, I think. Huh? I think he's saying suck his dick. Oh. I think so. Kiss think my a, foot and suck my dick. I think that's a way of saying that's that. That's right. 
I'm going to start saying that. <laughs> well, why don't you kiss my foot and suck my dick? <laughs> you get insulting. I'm insulted by you. Uh, that same month, the Daily Alta California reported the egg company was, quote, breaking up the government roads and had drawn lines and pasted up notices, notices warning the lighthouse keepers not to pass them on pain of death. Okay, so... So... Certainly, so it's getting real. Kicked up a notch. Uh, they are now threatening the uh, the lighthouse guys are now the the enemies. Egg, the egg company is now threatening the lighthouse guys with death. Are those all eggs? Yeah, that's a pile. Oh of eggs. my god! Uh, the constant fighting hurt lighthouse operations. Still, the U.S. government did nothing to kick the eggers off the island there or stop go. the violence that was happening. Local authorities begged the feds to get involved, but the people in D.C. did not understand how much of a problem the situation was becoming. So D.C. was just a different place back then, just full of people who didn't understand the problems with other yeah, societies? Yeah, I'm so glad that we live in a different time. Yeah, it's nice to live in a democracy. Yeah. Uh, lighthouse keepers found themselves caught in a crossfire between rival gangs. In May 1860, a gun-toting group took over the islands and forced the keepers to leave. Clift wrote, quote, We are now in the midst of egg season, and the egg company and light keepers are at war. <laughs> but after being kicked off the island, Clift never returned to his post. He okay. was removed for, quote, the under-assumption to monopolize the valuable privilege of collecting eggs. So they knew he was... They found out. Right, okay. He was probably talking a lot. Sure. He seems like the kind of guy that talks a lot about well, being listen, the, egg, the egg king. When you live in a lighthouse and you get a minute to talk to someone, you let yeah. it rip. Hi, call me the egg king. <laughs> hey, it's me. I've been up in the lighthouse all day. I just want to let you know I had a sandwich, and that was a big highlight of the morning. Okay. Yeah, I got to go. <laughs> okay. Bye. I'll bring out my puppets. Nope. The Pacific Egg Company was made up of Americans. There were... Also, uh, a group of Italian-born fishermen who are not happy about the egg company. Okay. So Italian immigrants, right? Uh-huh. Not happy about the egg company. Sure. The Italians have been given access to the islands by the U.S. topographical engineers. Are they allowed to give that? I guess so. <laughs> They're like, uh, we're topographers. Can we maybe uh, go to the uh, island? Um, yes. It's yours. Yep. Yep. Uh, so because of this, the Italians weren't going to cede control to the egg company. They also hated corporations and what they, uh, and what corporations were allowed to get away with. So weird coming from Italy, they had, you know, they had been a lot of turmoil. Right. Right. And so they're like, well, these fucking guys, this is not good. The Italians were poor immigrants and this was a way to survive. Getting the eggs is a way to survive. Not like the rich guys just making money by sending out laborers and doing to do a dangerous job. Yeah. So also around this time, tons of Italians in California were giving to fund to help Giuseppe Garibaldi or Garibaldi, Garibaldi, probably, Garibaldi. Uh, unite the areas that would become Italy. So Italy's right now a bunch of different separate things and this guy is going to go in. So a lot of Californians were Tons of money was coming from California for the cause. Okay. Uh, so the egg company then files a suit in court against the Italian fishermen. Okay. And the judge ruled, quote, against the Italians who being in part possession refused to obey the summons. Okay. So they, they're on part of the island, but they refused to leave it and they refused to uh, obey. It's an Italian standoff. That's 
I think that's what it's called. Okay. A me- me- meatball. Sure. A big, a spicy meatball. I think mm. is what it's called. Really good. In June 1860, the Daily Alta reported the chief of police of San Francisco, Burke, uh, sent two officers to arrest the leaders of the Italians who were on the island. Okay. Quote, they found two parties armed to the teeth in possession of two parts of the island and breathing defiance against each other. Okay. So things have evolved. Yeah. So they've each staked out their area. Uh Uh-huh. And they're... And they're holding each other off, and you know. And again, this is over eggs. This is a uh, this is a, about a. It's really about a good breakfast. Right. It's about a healthy, nutritious breakfast. Uh-huh, uh-huh. The officers tried to serve the writ, but the Italians weren't having it. They managed to arrest three of the Italians. Quote the rest, vowing that they were ready for a fight and would rather be shot down than be arrested. Wow, <laughs> that's how you do it. That's how you make a stand on Egg Island. <laughs> I believe, from what I read, that those are the Italian guys. Okay. Um, so they're ready to die for the egg cause. So in other words, trying to end this war, it's, it's not going to go over easy. Yeah. Right. There were not enough cops to deal with the situation, so the two cops returned to San Francisco with their, the three men they had uh, captured and explained uh, to the chief <laughs> what was going on. I'm sorry. What the hell's going on? <laughs> Chief, let just give us a second. Um, so these three Italian gentlemen are now uh, the three largest suspects we have in the egg case. And again, there is murder going on on the island. I'm sorry. There's a lot of murder going on at the island um, over eggs. People love. I don't know if you've tried omelets. I've had but eggs. Have yeah. you tried omelets? Yeah, I've had it. I've had have you had a crepe? Omelets. Yeah, I've done. A it's quiche. like a thinner a quiche, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So there's so no, I don't. No, I mean you say eggs exactly. are so fucking good. Yeah, so, but I wouldn't kill anybody over eggs. Well, right? then do not go to this island because they will literally kill you. I've okay. seen a man uh, just okay. gorded okay. on a, a, a log, like his skull just completely penetrated by wood um, because he was trying to take some of these eggs. And here's the thing. Some of these eggs, they stink like fish, so I don't even know what's going on. Anyway, the body counts at about 800. (laughs) 800 dead. That's a lot. It's not fine. Uh, So the three men were charged with... With egg crimes! Petty larceny for stealing eggs. Okay. The next day, Chief Burke and a posse headed for the Fairlawns, with, and the remaining, uh, the remaining 11 Italians were arrested without violence. Okay, so they, so they learned, When push right. came to shove, they were like, all right, we don't need to die over eggs. Right. Uh, but this was just a civil case, which apparently the Italians didn't understand. Well, Dave, how do they not fathom our laws? <laughs> the Daily Alta quote, the case is merely a civil suit by, uh, filed by Mr. Felton and not the district attorney being employed against the Italians. The same charge could have been made by the other side and the arrests made in the opposite direction. Right. The dodge gives the enemy several days of harvesting, which they could not otherwise have enjoyed. Okay. So it's immigrants come to the country. Yeah, they don't immigrants. know They don't know the laws. They don't know the rules. And then these rich guys... Are like, you're immigrants. Yeah, it, and so the Italians don't know that they can go to court right. and, and have them all arrested also. Right. So uh, the fighting well, intentions... fun. Yeah, it's cool. The fighting intentions continued for the next three years. The Italian group led, uh, at one point, were led by a man named David Batchelder. Now... So the Italians I, are still going back. Well, I'm wondering, because the guy's name is Batchelder, so I'm wondering if... Other people have now joined up with the Italians because mm-hmm. it's not really an Italian name, right? Um, right. 
Well, it's also like, I don't know where, like, you're not going to be like, send word back to Italy. Be like, hey, come, come. It's a really good. You know, you're going to be like, no, we're in jail. Well, not in jail, but we're in trouble. I get it. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so the Italians are still going on. Now, this guy, this guy, David Batchel, that keeps leading what are essentially like raids, like he's trying to get back on the island. Sure. In the spring of 1863, an army of Italian fishermen under Batchelder headed for the Fairlawns, which they intended to seize from the egg company. But every time they went out, they were stopped by the U.S. Revenue Cutter Service. Oh, Cutter Service? Well, you know about the Cutter Service, right? Our armed customs enforcement service that was run by the Treasury and apparently had boats. <laughs> and uh, it eventually became the Coast Guard. <laughs> but but it sounds like it took a minute to become the Coast Guard. <laughs> yeah, for a little while, for like uh, maybe 100 years. For a little so. while, they were just like, hey, we're the aquatic stabbing machines. They're, they were uh, they were customs enforcement, but, you know. But they were like. military We're really enforcing. Yeah, we're not right. fucking around. Yeah, right. <laughs> they're, they're like the ice of eggs. That's right. Right. Uh, so anyway, the Revenue Cutter Service arrested the Italians and took their weapons. Uh, but the Italians would keep coming back. Wow. They Well, they're also, like, they're fucking immigrants, and they know that they can make money, and there's f- food out there. But this is this is sort of the same bunch of people? I, yeah, I believe so. Wow, okay. Yeah. Uh, they wanted to be able to take... Uh, from Nagestan grounds, or like we want to be able to. Sure, we want to no be reason. able. We want to be able to disrespect the land as much as you guys. Yeah, do. I mean, essentially, you're talking like, why would these guys be allowed to just have nature and own it? I think that's what they're saying. Right. That, that it seems to me. Right. I, d- I don't know what the government situation is in Italy or what like like is pr- public private ownership and all that, but right. There's always been a weird thing to me, like the first guy that got to a lake gets to own it. You're like, well, how's that work? Yeah. Uh, so, uh, the, they go out there on June 23rd, 1863 and they eat at night, uh, three boats full of 27 armed fishermen, Italian guys arrive at the Fairlawns and drop anchor. Okay. They even have a cannon on one of the boats. Oh my Lord. And the fishermen then just started drinking as did the egg company workers on the shore. So, I mean, literally, you are in an era where you're like, if we do it at night, <laughs> they won't have any idea what's going on. Because people are like, no, at night you get shit-faced. You can't do it at night. So they get really drunk, and they start yelling at each other, yelling threats. The Italians also get really drunk? The Italians are drunk on the boats. The egg company guys are drunk on the shore. You would think, like, from a tactical standpoint, you'd be like, and uh Tonight, uh, let's not a drink. What? I'm a kitty. We're gonna get a wreck. <laughs> uh, at one point, the egg company foreman yelled, "Quote, land at your peril." Okay. And Batchelder yelled back, "Quote, I'll land in spite of hell." Jesus Christ. Okay, that's a good. That's a good one. <laughs> I'll land. That's in a fucking spite good of one. hell. <laughs> What did he say back? Uh, honestly, his response has me a little nervous. Um, I wasn't expecting him to back down, but, I mean, they totally seem ready to die. In the morning, the Italians got into rowboats and headed for the shore. The egg company men started shooting at them. The Italians returned fire, including with their cannon on the boat. What? <laughs> 
<laughs> the birds are like, we might move. This is bad. I think there's another island. The fighting went on for 20 minutes. The first person hit was Edward Perkins, an egg company man. He was shot in the stomach. Several, several others were wounded by musket balls. At least five Italians were shot before the fighting ended and the Italians headed back to their boats. Okay. Edward Perkins died. An Italian had been shot through the throat and he died a few days later. Arrests were soon made for murder. Batchelder turned himself in while others were arrested. Their bail was $5,000 each, which is pretty much you, back then. I mean, five grand, you're not getting out of jail. But, but they just, like, in my, I still have been trying to pin down exactly legally what laws this island follows because it's like, it, of course, it's within the zoning of America, so it's uh-huh. like it's going to have their laws. But for some reason, these guys are like, if you're on an island, it's Lord of the Flies rules. <laughs> so we literally could just kill anyone we want over eggs. Yeah, I mean, remember, this is also a time when you can stake a claim and like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like but it's... even now, they're like... <laughs> I know. Like, there's no legal ownership. It's just, it is. It's a bunch of children just being like, yeah, yeah it's ours. I got here We were first. here last. I planted the flag. I called fives. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a bachelor would be found guilty of murder, but was then released on a technicality. Right. He did it over eggs. That's right. So he can go. Yeah, there's actually, uh, there's actually an egg loophole. He really wanted the eggs. It's called an egg hole. So... The government finally realized it had an actual problem on its hands after the murder. Hey, all right. But with all that egg money to be made and it being a source of protein uh, for the city, instead of just shutting down egging on the Fairlawns, the government came up with another solution. Well? The Daily Alpha quote, We learn that the government to the annual egg controversy has taken steps to lease out the property to the highest bidder. Of course. That the Secretary of the Interior, having given instructions to the collector of this port, bids will be opened at 3 o'clock today. If this, uh, this, if correct, will be apt to bring this interminable war to a speedy conclusion. So it's literally two days after the shooting. And they're like, we need cool, calm leadership to figure out what to do next. We will sell it to the richest person. That's right. Because capitalism will solve everything. Will work. Yeah. So uh, obviously, the bidding war is something the poor Italian immigrants cannot afford. Right. Uh, but a company backed by wealthy men can. Right. And the Pacific Egg Company won the bid and now had a government backed monopoly over the egg trade on the Farallon Islands. And so finally, the American dream. <laughs> Fully takes hold. <laughs> the breeding grounds of the seabirds would continue to be plundered, but the once vigorous muir colony had been decimated. That meant fewer eggs were being harvested. This is just so what profits, we do. Profits are going down because for some do. reason I don't know what like I don't know what happened, but yeah. the profits are no. Going let's down. just go suck all the resources, and when it's a husk, be like, why? What happened? How do you think? Well. Being a corporation, the Pacific Egg Company looked for other ways to take care of that profit That's margin. right. Start right. eating human babies. And soon it was turning seals and sea lions into oil. Oh, no. What <laughs> is your problem? What? <laughs> what? Those are bigger. What the fuck, dude? 
We let's can we just make a deal that from now on I'll let this one slide. But from now on, no more no more oil animal stuff. Okay? It like combines and conflates all of my fears and my anxieties into one enormous like, well, you know what we'll do for the climate? We'll take animals from Earth and use them to pollute. No. If you don't know why Garrett's upset, you've never heard the Penguin episode of Macquarie Island um, that we did in Australia with Will Anderson. That's- Spoiler, it's oily. <laughs> it's what I call spoily. Uh, so now on the fair So lawns, they're just Dr. Seussing these sea lions into like some weird, con- you know, no, so, corporatist contraption yeah. that's just cubing them into oil. Well, now on the fair lines, there were vats of boiling blubber and piles of seal and sea lion bodies covered by flies. Okay. So uh, what well, that should be the flag. <laughs> That's what our flag should be. I mean, That's what our flag should yeah, be. Yeah, all right. Jessica Gingrich of Smithsonian Magazine, quote, This unsanctioned action filled the air with the stench of burning flesh and a thick cloud of smog that obscured the lighthouse signal. See, it all just was because of eggs. It all started because of eggs, but then eventually we're like, well, that sucks. I guess we'll just juice these animals. (laughs) That's right. The lighthouse keepers were not thrilled. The egg company became more combative. They demanded the foghorn be removed because it was scaring away the birds. Mm-hmm. So, safety first. But the horn was pretty important when it came to warning ships. Yep. Then the company, the egg company, forbid lighthouse keepers from taking eggs that they were just eating themselves. So the lighthouse keepers are not getting paid a lot, and so they're, they're just going eating. out and taking yeah. an egg and eating it, which is really the only... The only time where you go, okay. Yeah. A guy just trying to crack an egg. And sure. Like, yeah. Uh, so they are forcing them to stop that, which have been going, they've been eating the eggs since the lighthouse was built, and it was important for them because they had low salaries. An assistant a lighthouse keeper was not having it, and he went down to collect eggs, and he was attacked by the egg company men and pushed over an embankment. Uh, <laughs> They're nobody there's there's one like they are the eggs of a bird. <laughs> Those are my eggs. Yeah, I got my eggs. Uh, yeah. That's the egg company setup. Uh finally the government had had it with the egg company. On <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, it's out of context. It's just... Real bizarre. <laughs> <laughs> so the government was sick of the egg company. They had killed enough people on Egg Island. On May 23rd, 1881, the U.S. military forcibly <laughs> evicted the Pacific Egg Company from the Farallon Islands. So, the military. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Only one guy, L.S. Wood, seemed to be upset about it from the Egg Company. He wrote an affidavit for an inevitable court case that everything was great on the island and everyone was actually getting along. Mm-hmm. He said even the birds had become accustomed to the foghorn. All was well. Uh-huh. But this was just because he had been living on the island for 14 years and wanted to stay. So he was the caretaker of that little set-up place that they had out okay, there. Okay, right. The other egg company men were thrilled to leave. One Because the other guys were, were like probably one-time workers that would go out for you know two months. And, and just make their egg money. And then never go back. Right. Because they'd be like, well, that's a shit job. Right. Now, one wrote, quote, 
We steamed away from the windy rocks, the howling caverns, and the seething waves, the frightful chasms. Joyfully, we bounded over the glassy waves that grew beautiful as the fair lawns faded in the misty distance. And having been... Did this dude just find out about the word misty that day? (laughs) Also, I love the word misty. (laughs) And having been courteously escorted to the city dock, were bidden farewell and left to the diversions of the hour. Thus ended the last siege of the egg pickers of Frisco. (laughs) The company men were left with all their possessions at the end of Broadway Street. After 30 years of fighting, this was the official end to the egg war. But the lighthouse keepers and independent fishermen kept taking the eggs in the summer. The government allowed the lighthouse keepers to bring their wives and kids to live on the island. Okay. One guy had a couple of girls under seven, which must have been really great for the girls. Yeah, I'm sure that's great. They're like, hey, and we'll just eventually make up our own language and go crazy together. I mean, it's it's a fucking terrifying place. So this is how they got between islands. Oh, so it's pretty like simple. A rope. Uh, yeah, no, it's setup. just a pulley. Where yeah, that seems they call pretty, that a bridge. Yeah, that seems pretty straightforward and fun. Uh, and then, after all this, chickens became farmable in California. A successful poultry industry kicked off in Petaluma, thirty-eight miles north of San Francisco. Someone had figure out a w- figured out a way to keep them alive, and that was to let them free range <sighs> and keep moving them from place to place so they could eat and keep you know right, like graze. a chicken would do in uh, it's natural if, oh. if a chicken could actually be in nature yes. how it would act right yes so and th- okay I'll. Get on my soapbox in a minute. Keep going. So they, so they did that. And so it turns out the reasons that the chickens were dying is they were keeping them in pens. Right, and, right. The, and then they had to feed them. Right. And then they would, could get sick easy. Give them a quality of life. So now they have right. a quality of life. So yeah. uh, Petaluma becomes a huge uh, chicken farming area. Uh, so this stops diseases from killing them. They, they use the environment for food. Chicken eggs become plentiful, and the demand for mere eggs drops, as does the price. Soon, the mere eggs were selling for five cents a dozen. Wow. But the mere on the fair, lines, fair lawns were now devastated. Over 10 million eggs have been taken over the years. Mirrors only lay one or two eggs a year. The uh. annual egg collection was now down to 60,000 a year when it had started at 600,000. A year. In 1854, the birds were making over 500,000 eggs a year. In 1896, it was down to 91,000. Wow. It became less and less profitable to steal the mirror eggs, but still some eggers kept at it. The mirror situation came to the attention of a scientist with the California Academy of Sciences named Leverett M. Lewis, and he started a campaign to stop the egging and got the lighthouse board to ban it. The Farallons are now used by scientists to observe bird and animal life, uh, and to track the recovery of species on the island. Today, the Fairland Islands are home to a seabird sanctuary with a thriving but still recovering. Still recovering. Still recovering. It's still way not even close to what it was. That's just crazy. Mere um, population. Trying to recover species is a huge and sometimes daunting task. We are still only at a quarter of the pre-gold rush common muir numbers but i mean like this did take him to the brink of extinction <laughs> were you waiting on that no <laughs> uh the 
so sources for this when California main sources were when California went to war over eggs by Jessica Gingrich on uh, Smithsonian Magazine a website. Uh, Susan Casey wrote The Devil's Teeth, a true story of obsession and survival among America's great white sharks. And then um, Eva Chrysanth has a blog called uh, Garibaldi and the Farallon Egg War. Um, so the the reason I want to do this rough. episode is because a lot of people don't really understand what is meant by a Green New Deal and what people are talking about when they say we have to change everything. Yeah. Uh, so if the Italian immigrants had a social, a social safety net and if the corporations didn't exist to plunder, then this wouldn't be an issue. Yeah. Uh, so when you talk about saving the environment, but you just think about, well, you saved the island, but that's not it. Like you have to take care of people to stop the plunder yeah. and the destruction. Yeah. And, and one of the main most destructive things is capitalism. It's guys going out there, taking the eggs to make money yeah. as opposed to people going out there and getting a right amount of eggs to let the population survive, but yeah. also feed people. It's working within balance. Well, of, the truth is that when your, you, when you look at the way we harvest, uh, animals and things oh, yeah. like, like, it's like the fa- the way I just always think of like the way that people fight like when they're like they're trying to take your burgers. It's like, well, guess what? <laughs> In this scenario of yours, you lose your burgers either way. <laughs> Either you create the boogeyman who's taking all your burgers right now, yeah. which is really someone saying like, "Hey, you don't get to have burgers all the time," or you know, we need to figure out a new way to farm, or you will have no burgers. <laughs> Yeah. That will come true because eventually it will be so unsustainable. Yeah. And when you're talking about free range, truly the simplicity with like if if you were to be a little more uh, – uh, be a little less, I guess, penny-wise, dollar-foolish, what you would do, what most farmers want to do and what, what like actual farmers do who don't practice factory farming is they have the animals and they move the animals. Yeah. So they let the animals graze and like, you know, take over a patch of land. And once that land is done, they have a new patch of land and they go move them. And then that other land where they used to be that they ruined regrows and uh, stabilizes. And then you keep doing that. So you basically have like three sections where you just keep moving these animals. Well, if you don't do that, it's sure it's cheaper it's cheaper for your business because you keep them in pens or you don't yeah. really do much with them. But at the end of the day, it, again, we are talking about a time, like you're saying, where none of it can happen. Right. Yeah. And yeah. And our relationship with the environment and our relationship, the way that capitalism like just you know, takes it over is just going to be what – going to be the term laid on our tombstone when it's all said and done. And and you think about this exact circumstance. Well, the reason that they had to go out to the island to kill the uh, – take all the eggs and, and decimate the population was because they didn't realize they just they just let chickens free range. They would be fine. Like yeah. they could have done that 50 years before yeah. and it would have been fine. Well, the answer is that nature knows better. <laughs> yeah, nature knows better. <laughs> yeah. And they were trying to do – like put chickens in pens and have them in a yeah. city and what – and it, yeah, guess what? It doesn't work. But it's also very similar to how we overharvest oceans now. Yep. Like the way that – like there are sustainable ways. There are like places in the ocean where they've been able to – you know, um, like they've decimated the population 
population of a fish, and then they go, well, here's what we do. We now actually, you you do not, you're unable to catch tuna of this size. Yeah. So if you catch a tuna of this size, that tuna goes back, and you wait, and then, but because it's like no demand, 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 you know, people will take out the smaller tuna and the smaller fish, yeah. and then and then also, and then there's no younger generation, and then again, you are like actually there's less. Uh, fish that you're actually getting because of yeah, and then also dragging the seafloor yeah, or, you yes. know, I mean it's all we're, we're basically what we're doing to the earth is exactly what we did to the fair lawns yeah, basically what we're doing to earth is like if you walked in hammered to a New Year's party at 11:30 and just like went to town on the buffet, spilled the booze everywhere, like punched a couple people, you're just there for like no time, and the party was fine before you showed up, but we we're just like and I pissed in the punch. It's like well now there's no. We can't have pun- the fuck. We're like, hey, like on the calendar of existence, man has been there for like half a day of the yeah. year. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and still showed up at the end. Like, I think we can get the cops here in thirty minutes. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, good times. Yeah. No. Obviously, this is the energy you want to leave stuff with. If you haven't seen Okja, that's a good movie to. Ah, uh, the tears. That ran down my face for Oakja. And then go also, and then go watch Parasite, Parasite by the same guy. Same guy. It's fucking genius. Parasite is genius. Parasite's genius. Yeah. Uh, all right. All right. I hope everybody enjoyed themselves. We sign eggs. Uh, we sign eggs. Oh, by the way, I don't eat those anymore. Oh, that's right. You're uh, uh, ve- vegan. Vagan. 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 All right. We sign. Gobble gobble, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. Oh, hey there, everybody. It's Gareth, you know, from this uh, this podcast. Uh, listen, I've got some stand-up shows. I'm inviting the Garmy, the Gareth Army, to join me for. I will be in Fort Collins, Colorado, August 18th and August 19th. I will be in Minneapolis, Minnesota, August 24th through August 26th at Acme. I will be going to the UK in September. Please join me. I will be in Glasgow, September 13th, London, September 15th, Dublin, September 17th, and September 19th, Manchester, Birmingham, September 20th, Bristol, September 22nd, and Cardiff, September 24th. And then in November, I'll be in Australia. November 10th, almost sold out, I think. I'll be in Melbourne, Australia. Then I will be in Northbridge, Australia on November 15th. Adelaide, November 16th. Canberra, November 17th. Brisbane, November 18th. And then I will be in uh, Sydney on November 24th. Go to GarethReynolds.com for tickets. Garmy, let's get at it after it. Let's see you there. Hey there, people listening to The Dollop. Uh, This is Gareth. Yes, the same guy. Listen, I have a new podcast called We're Here to Help that I'm doing with my friend Jake Johnson. It's basically a call and advice show where we don't say that we're professionals because we aren't, but we try to help people with problems that are important to them. You can listen to it wherever you listen to podcasts, and it is out right now. So go listen to We're Here to Help with Jake and Gareth. We're here to help with Gareth and Jake. I don't remember how we did it, but either way, fun. Half Hour comes out Tuesday, August 22nd, and the episodes will be out every Tuesday and Friday. We're here to help. 